Hey, bro. Hey. Ah! Oh, no. No! There you go, nanobites. You go right there. Why don't you put that? Oh, that's good. Do you like that? Love that. Is that good? Bloody hello. Um, hey, man. How you going? Good. Hey, before we get into things, mm. mate, we've got a live read. <laughs> a live read? A live read. Excellent. Um, would you like to know who the live read is for? I would love to know who the live read is These are wonderful for. people who are supporting us. Mention that... Um, uh, we have a new partner on board, mm-hmm. NVIDIA GeForce Now. Yes. And um, now we have live reads. <laughs> it's a little bit exciting, Dan, because it means like great support it's for the show. It's, it's very radio. It's very radio. It's very us. It. It's bloody gaming, which bloody we absolutely gaming. love. Um, there's so many, and they've provided us with so many different types as well. Okay. Um, there's one, two, three, four, five. Six, there's six different intros we could do. Options. To choose We've got from. options. Um, give me you. You pick a number between one and six, and four. I will. You're going with four. Yeah. Why are you going with four? It's very quick that Just you chose that my, four. Okay. Game on Oz is brought to you by GeForce Now, powered by Pentanet, the world's most powerful. Who's the pro here? The world's most powerful. Cloud gaming system has arrived in Australia and it will do this October and its potential is limitless. Dan, level up the way you play using remote NVIDIA GeForce computing to game in real time anywhere on any device. You can register now at whatwhat.cloud.gg. That's the cool thing. Like, like any, like in real time, any device anywhere. You could have just said cloud.gg. It would have worked. No, but it's not the same. <laughs> that is awesome, though. That's very exciting. It's very cool, isn't it? Imagine gaming on the go at all times. Well, I could be, I on, mean, the bike. I could be on the bike in the gym. Living the bloody dream. Yes. I, I, could be, I could literally be on the bike in the gym and just powering away, playing something on the NVIDIA GeForce Now platform. Um, it's like a VB fun. ad, isn't it? It is. You can do it pumping. <laughs> you can do it rumping. Rumpin. <laughs> just rumping. Just pumping. So like cooking you can rump. game wherever you can. Yeah. Cloud GG. You can cook it. You can you can do it cooking a steak. Yeah. You can do it baking a cake. <laughs> you can do it using a rake. <laughs> That's my hot take. <laughs> uh, I just may. I ju- <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we how go into hey? <laughs> or we can make things out of clay or lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? Uh, anyway, cloud.gg, you yes, bloody legends, welcome. Yes. Um, we also have... Uh, Nanobots. Well, what are they called this? doing this? This is um, product, product placement, placement yes. Dan. We have product we've placement. Come, we've come a long way. Yeah, we have come a long way. So Nanobytes, hello. Um, keep a cr- an eye across uh, Goa stuff at the moment, by the way, so social media and everything, because we got updates coming through. And on our YouTube last week, if you missed it, the um, unboxing of these The unboxing of one, actually, one of these. We actually opened one. And it was there oh, against my better judgment uh-huh. because you know how I feel about that. Yeah. But I'm glad you're sort of glad you did. Um, so very cool. Um, and Lenovo Legion, hello, you hello. bloody legends. It's wonderful to have you guys along as well. Dan, we've got plenty to get into. Mm-hmm. So let's shut our mouths and then come back and open them again, I guess. Boom. Game on. Game on. All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on. Game on. It's gaming 
name is Pete. My name is Dan Internet. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games. We bloody love gaming, Dan. And what else do we bloody love? Far out. It's happened again. Okay. We love this. Excuse me. If I say this, can you put the little video in? Yeah. We love this that Dan found of me farting. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, that was good. Um, I can't believe you bloody found that. So yeah, that was um, came across my feed. And we bloody love gaming. Gaming. It's gaming, Dad. I also love retro round in the AFL. Uh, so I've worn my retro look round. Look at this! Look at this! T-shirt that we can't show the logo anymore. No, we're not allowed reasons. to. But you so, have to do the entire thing with your hands <laughs> and your heart. It'll be, um, it'll be right for the episode, but yeah. Uh, now, retro, I'm very oh, excited because, sure. I mean, Retro Round is a great opportunity for us to revisit things, um, and in particular, mm. you've got a bloody joke, Dad. <laughs> Can we, before we get into gaming right stuff down, and, right down, you know, right. our wonderful subscription yeah. uh, subscribers yeah. who have uh, handed us questions, um, yeah. which I've done research for. Yeah. I've done research for. Oh, I'm great. Sure oh, I've done research. Research. Who are you? Who even are you? I know, it's crazy. Um, go on, hit us with a joke, mate. Go on. What is a Hindu? <laughs> what? Sorry, did you say what is what, a Hindu? What does a Hindu? What does a Hindu? It lays eggs, brew. <laughs> I like it because it could be for retro round or multicultural round. Yeah. It's great. Well That's done, right. sir. Well done. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to Reflex. <laughs> hey, Flexi. Hey, um, just quickly, um, can I also make mention that our next uh, event is Rainbow Six Siege. It's this weekend. <laughs> and the first place team will take home $1,000 worth of PLE what? computers gift cards. And our second place team will each get themselves the G9 uh, 35 headsets from Logitech G as well. The G935s, which are the headset that I use, actually, the Logitech yeah, right. G headset. It's a beautiful headset. See that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful headset. I love the sound in it. Um, it's my go-to headset and has been for the last sort of five years or so. And how important a bit of kit has he- a headset become to you? As so a important. Well, for us, we have put the headset as the O and our logo and have done for a long mm. time because, you know, being a gamer is all about community and communication and talking to each other and, you know, that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. headsets are very important to us these days. And, you know, you think about, um, yeah, not even, probably, not, well, 10 years ago you had headsets, but I had that tacky little thing you got with the Xbox that plugs into your ear it was horrible. Now the beautiful stereo sound and the instant comms, um, Fantastic. Yeah. And um, the fact that I can game with anyone at any time and not leave my home. I mean, living the dream. Yeah, living the dream. Let's dive into what's going on, hey? Let's do it. Now, I mentioned last week, I think, that um, Netflix is going to be bringing... Did I mention that Netflix is going to be bringing games to no, the platform? No, I did No, I didn't. No, I okay, maybe I didn't. And by now you've probably heard, but there's a little bit more information that's actually starting to mm. come out around about this. Tell me more, Pete. Streaming giant Netflix has confirmed in a shareholder's letter, and thank you, GameScot, for this article, that it's not only expanding into games, but also won't charge users extra to play them, which oh. is nice. 
Netflix said it plans to build on the company's earlier efforts around interactivity. Think things like Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, or the Stranger Things line of games. In doing so, the offering of titles Netflix adds to its service will come at no additional cost. However, the company said these games will only be available on mobile devices for now. So what I'm reading into about this, and I've got the quote here, and the quote says, we're also in the early stages of further expanding into games, building on our earlier efforts around interactivity, example, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and our Stranger Things games, Netflix said, we view gaming as another new content category for us, similar to our expansion into original films, animation, and unscripted TV. What I'm reading into this is that I may have been a little bit guilty of taking Netflix's getting into games on face value, as well, in they're going to be as in they're going to be competing with the likes of uh, Xbox and yeah. PlayStation yeah. and uh, Nvidia, GeForce yeah. now, you know any yeah. cloud gaming and streaming services. Yeah. But if you've played Bandersnatch with, I don't think you no, have, I haven't, no. or the Stranger Things line of games, yep. and they're coming to mobile, yep. then I think Netflix, to their credit, are we sounding alright? No, we sounding good. I just want I to double check. <clears throat> Netflix, to their credit, are actually taking their own line on this. Rather than directly competing with... So they've acknowledged you know, they can't compete Right. Well, I mean, you know... Well, they can, but they... Well, don't. I've been speaking to people about this, and I, the thing that I've mentioned when I was speaking to people about this is if you're Netflix and you are very good at creating original content... Which they are. Then, and you are known as a, like, a TVs and movies thing, then why would you go up against the likes of Xbox and PlayStation and NVIDIA GeForce Now and Nintendo, and so on and so yeah. forth. There's enough in the market, it's saturated enough as yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, even Google's getting into it as well yeah. with Stadia, which you know we're yet to hear much more about over yeah. here in Australia, obviously, for all sorts of reasons. Um, but there are enough where I think it would be a bad decision for Netflix to go after this sort of market. Yep. However, it sounds like it's more of a creative extension on some of their original titles, yes. like Black Mirror... So Bandersnatch yeah, and yeah. like Stranger Things, which is something that they can own and go, we're going to add a, an interactive element to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's in, it's interactive, exactly about the word, interacting with, um, essentially they're trying to point you back probably to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, or, yes, of course. Or vice yep. versa, you know, like, yep. yeah, so I get it. Um, they are going into it, you know, they're not going in half-assed. The company hired former EA and Zinger executive Mike Verdu not long after they made this announcement, fueling speculation of how Netflix would adapt itself to expand into the games industry. Reports also suggested that the company wouldn't charge subscribers extra, as we've mentioned as well. Let's question that notice. Mm-hmm. Let's reverse the, the trend here. What game... Could Netflix run that would then translate to a Netflix special or show? So I'll something. Start, I'll start you off. Okay. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Great choice. Yeah, that is a great choice. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You could easily play the game. The game was great. It has been great for a long time, particularly when I played it back in the eighties, um, and not no eighties. Um, but the actual premise of that and taking that to a show would be awesome. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, they've done that with The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they know, did. They, yeah. they brought The Witcher to life. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones that I would probably go with is I, I reckon they could get away with um, Link and The Legend of Zelda. That brings a whole new player into yeah, it. Yeah, look, it does. And But the reason why I reckon that they could get away with it is because... 
Netflix is one of those things where I think there's, there's because they were first to it and there's so much choice. Yeah. That you probably forgive them for a lot of subpar second rate content that's on there. Like, let's be completely honest, and not that I've watched this show, but Sex Life. Oh, yeah. Which is the one that's... You Are know, you sure you rounds. haven't watched it? I haven't watched it. I, watched the, no, 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 I, don't I know. may have looked at From the shower scene. From the guy scene. that watches The Bachelor, no, no, religiously. I may have looked at the shower scene. <laughs> I, I was just curious. Everybody said that this bloke was hung like a donkey. I was just, I just Do you see it, do you? Yeah, you see it. It's, mate, it is... No wonder my wife's been watching it. Well, <laughs> the thing that... <laughs> That's any information. I legitimately, for you tonight, I legitimately haven't seen it. The thing that is coming off the back of this is that it's it's doing incredibly well and it's rating highly and everybody's talking about it. I think it's because of those full frontal nudity in the scenes and you know all of that sort of stuff. But it is it's terrible. Like it's terrible. terrible like it, it may as well be a porno. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like it's kind of like they've gone and gotten a group of D or E list actors. Actors, yeah. Um, who are who are probably, you know, from pornos. And then, you know, I haven't looked into it, so don't quote me on that. And given them a like a half decent script. Like yeah. that's the, the level yeah, yeah. of acting. But that's wasn't fifty I mean I haven't seen this either, but wasn't fifty, 50 shows, shows grey. pretty much the same thing. Yeah. In but terms of pretty great book or not great book, Kevin. Just risque book. Risque book. You yeah. know, mums loved the yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah. And they made it into a movie. Yeah. But the thing with Fifty Shades of Grey is they, they tried to go very arty with it. You know what I mean? They tried to make it a really great movie. And I haven't seen those movies, so I don't know whether or not that, that, that came off. But this one, this, this does not, it looks like they've relied purely on the shock factor of this bloke and his appendage. If you'd said to me before we started this podcast today, what are the odds of us mentioning Fifty Shades of Grey in the podcast? I would have said a million to one. Yeah. I would have given you a million to one. Yeah, granted. Yeah. And there, yeah. here we and are. there it is. <laughs> I'm just surprised that we can clean, keep it clean and mature yeah. for a change, which is really For nice. a change, yeah. For so a change. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 209 million people subscribe to Netflix uh, as we speak. That's a lot of people. Okay. But I, like I, because of that subpar run of content, which you kind of forgive them for as a viewer because you do, I think, have so much choice. Yep. Um, I think if... If there was anybody that I would give clearance to have a run at it, because they've got freedom, mm. I'd give them the clearance. I'd say, go after it, see what you can throw together. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if it falls over, because I think Legend of Zelda would be something very hard to nail, I think it would be highly scrutinised. If it falls over, I don't think it would impact them all that much. And again, reversing this whole thing about it, but is this an opportunity for gaming as a, an industry for Netflix to introduce it to people who might not... So, for example, my wife, would ne- who will happily admit she'll never game in her life, but she might now. With that offering there, she might go, oh, you know what, Sex Life, I like that show. Oh, there's a game about it. Oh, pin the, the dong on there. The... There already is a game about it. It's called Ledger Suit Larry. It's, re- it's ready to go. Oh, can someone please do a remake? I would love to uh... play that game again. <laughs> love that game. Um, we'll see what happens. Mm. Hey, Interesting. Um, I am... I am um, I'm a big fan of what Xbox is doing in the vernacular at the moment. In the ether, I'd rather say. I'd like to say I'd like to agree with you, Pete. Look, but I'm still waiting for what an Xbox Series X. Yeah, so I know I'm you still are. a bit dirty and, and salty at Xbox. But I anyway, know, 
And I've got some figures on um, the Xbox Series X and S yes. versus the PlayStation 5 okay. in terms of sales figures. Which I'm How'd you go last week? Did you, did you go and see JB? No, I didn't. You did? I knew you wouldn't. I didn't. So if you missed last week, Pete rang his wife and said, you've got 30 minutes to bring me back, otherwise I'm going to JB half out of 10 minutes, mate. Ten, 10 minutes. 30 minutes. 10 minutes to buy a PS5. I got home and she goes, what was that message? What was that? <laughs> Oh, Watch the podcast, babe. Uh, I, and she didn't send me a message or anything. She didn't try to call didn't, me. Oh, I didn't acknowledge it. So it's like she's like, she knows that yeah. I wouldn't cross her. Which, <laughs> yeah. Which hurts yeah. even more. So, yeah. It yeah. hurts even more. Um, but uh, the, the thing that I love about Xbox at the moment is that whoever is behind their marketing department and their social media... It just, I'd love to just hang out with them for a day. It's probably Major Nelson. Maybe. It's probably still nothing. They are leading the pack when it comes to having fun. And we on this show have always been about having fun, mate. And we, it we is. talk about games as it's okay to just play and have a good time. That's what they're there for. And it's like they've had this internal discussion and gone, you know what? That's what our content in marketing and social media is going to be about as well. We're just going to have some fun. Maybe they looked to us. Maybe they sat down for a big power and said, what's a fun gaming brand? Well, Major Nelson hasn't spoken to us since episode no, 100. That's exactly right. And it's when we did give him a heap of ideas. So, we did, actually, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, 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 seriously. We're still here, Major Nelson. Um, I'm a big <laughs> fan of some of the hijinks that are going. Follow Xbox and Xbox ANZ on Twitter yeah. if you want to have a good laugh at some of the stuff that they're bringing out. But they went and got um, one of the 90s boys boy bands recently to, to do um, a send-up. I'm going to have a, a quick look at what that was. Oh, hang on. Xbox. Australian boy band? No. Song. That should bring up what I'm after. What the? Tripod Xbox song? Yeah, that, that's... What is that? That's clearly an original that Tripod wrote about. One of, probably a gamer at gaming, actually. Xbox, 90s boy band. Let's see if this pops in. All for one? I think it's all for one. That 90s inspired. Yeah, okay, yep, yeah, earlier this month. So it's just come out. Um, so, yeah, they had a 90s inspired music video all to promote one, yeah. all access. Um, so, yeah, all for one with I Swear. <laughs> and I Swear. It's Well, well, hang on, Peter. And they just change it to, it's all there. Back, That's right. Yes, back, and it's bloody good. Back the fucking truck up there. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're going to say. Who's been doing gaming-inspired <laughs> remakes of songs? We were there first. For four years. We were there first. Uh, Every time I hear Phil Collins, um, all I want to do. I know, mate. I know. I still it's a gaming think of kind of love. Every time I hear Wait, John Farnham. Wait, do you find actually? Oh, yeah. That's gaming. Oh, my God. I still sing the Gets lyrics. Gets me fired up. I still sing the We're lyrics. We're due for one, actually. We are due for one. Yep. Anyway, going back to this, Xbox Game Pass has just released an ad. Yep. And it features PS4 controller and a Nickelback joke. <laughs> Um, and it's it's so so good. So it's it's got a picture. You can see it here. I'm showing it to you right yeah. now. Um, and it's from at Xbox Game Pass. You might have heard of that company. You might have heard of that Twitter. They've even got a blue tick. I just didn't know they had a Twitter. I'm not following that. They do. And the I'm going to sing it in the key. Off. Okay, do it on the key. Right, off. Ready? All yeah, right. Yeah. So this is the this is the commentary on the tweet. <laughs> Look at this photograph. It's one of our cloud gaming ads. Do you see what's in those hands? 
it's a controller from a different brand <laughs> and it's got the PlayStation 4 controller. Oh, in that's there. great. Oh, and you know what? Bloody great. I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking of some of the other lyrics that might come into this. Okay, hang on, because we've done this before, we've written a song on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder who cocked this up. Uh, okay. Lots of explaining to make it up. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, it's good. Look at this photograph. It's one of our cloud gaming ads. Look at this photograph. It's one of our cloud gaming ads. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what's in, in those hands? hands? It's a controller, it's a controller from, from a different brand. brand. Oh, yeah. I've got an idea. What's that? Do we keep going? Do we keep going? Oh, that 100% yes. We can write one. We, 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 we finish it. Let's finish it for them. Yeah. Oh, yes! Bloody yes! I love that! Yes! That's a great idea, That's a great idea. That's a bloody great idea. All right, leave that with us. That's our homework. That is our homework. We're going to give ourselves a week or two weeks? Uh, I reckon we need a week. I mean, I'm pretty keen to get cranky on this right now. We need to jump on while the iron's hot. We will. That's a bloody belt. You're full of good ideas, but it's particularly good. Hey, let's dive into some figures just quickly, and then very soon we're going to get to your questions if you're a subscriber that you've been dropping us in our super secret subscribers-only channel in our Discord. But this story is the Xbox Series X and S have topped... PS5 in the US June sales best-selling games revealed as, really? as well. So games, consoles, and accessories selling the most throughout June of 2021. And again, yep. this is from the US, but I mean, the US tends to, uh, what's the word for it? Crystal ball, what's going to happen mm. here in yes. uh, Australia. Yep. Um, total spending on video games across games, hardware, and accessories was up by 5% for, from June 21 compared to 20, reaching $4.9 billion. <sighs> Um, uh, uh, clearly, COVID. Clearly, COVID. COVID I mean, yeah. we've you know we've we've heard a lot about COVID and its impact on people, you know, falling into the digital space. Yeah. Once again, the Nintendo Switch was the top-selling home console in the US during June 2021 really? for unit sales. Yep. However, the Xbox Series family of consoles performed the best in terms of dollar sales. In fact, dollar sales of Xbox hardware in June was the highest ever for a June month, mm. eclipsing the previous record set in June 2011. Now, let's go back to 2011. Uh, Xbox One release. That makes sense, too, because generally with the Switch... No, that was 2013. Once you buy the Switch and Joy-Cons, you're sort of set, aren't you? So, okay, June 2011. What what was released in June 2011? Xbox, June 2011. I thought the One came out 2013-ish. So, I don't know what came out in 2011. Yeah, that's a great, I mean, that's a bloody interesting question. Because, I mean, if the last time that it peaked was June 2011, you'd expect a big event to have happened. It wasn't GTA um, 5, mm. was it? No. Maybe a bit sooner, a bit la- uh, later. Nah. I mean, and we were still on the 360 platform. Yeah, and, and the PS4, right? Yeah, so inf- <clears throat> Infamous, no, Infamous 2 was PS3 exclusive. I remember because I had that. Um, I love right now the people on Twitch just yelling. It was. <laughs> oh, I reckon you don't know either. Okay. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hmm. I mean, you'd expect it maybe to be something that's exclusive, or was maybe it? it's just nothing. Maybe it's just it, they just had a bonza month. Well, there's nothing. Um, it wasn't ah, 
Duke Nukem Forever. No, uh, no that wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't it. But there wasn't like some world event or something, was there? Like a mm, SARS type of virus or something? I don't know. Selling game of June 2011. How's Google going? Top 10 best selling games, LA Noir. Oh, fuck off. Duke Nukem Sorry, Duke Nukem Forever <laughs> Sorry, was, Duke, the, Duke. was the second top selling Sorry, game Duke. in June 2011. You're joking. LA Noir. Um, and that was 360 and PS3, so it's not like it was... Okay, yeah. so here's your top 10 from 2011. <coughs> LA Noir, which was uh, console agnostic, same as Duke Nukem Forever. Infamous 2 was PS3 exclusive. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean was fourth. Oh, uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS. Mm. I got that. I loved that. It was mm. great. Um, all of the others are console agnostic. There's not one in the top 10 that is a Xbox 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. exclusive. So there's yeah. no real reason as to why I can see that that might be the case. Or maybe there was a world event. I got it. What? It was the height of the Red Rings of Death pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so poor bar- bastards like me had to go and buy poor another one. <laughs> No, it was the Syrian Civil War. Oh, well, there you go. Um, well, game is uh, massive in Syria. Nah. Oh, okay. Well, you, okay. Most important event that happened in 2011 was that President Barack Obama announced in a media statement that Osama bin Laden, the founder and leader of the militant group Al-Qaeda and the most wanted fugitive, was uh, killed by US forces during an American military right. operation. <laughs> well, nothing screams uh, boom in gaming. Like... Yeah, then people the, wanting to relive that the, through buying cod. Yeah, well, Black Ops was five. Try it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right maybe right. it's maybe it's just some random anomaly. If you've got a question, would love to hear from you. Tweet it to us, DM us, whatever. Uh, if you if you've got an answer to that, rather. Mm. Um, anyway, we keep going. We've diverted. We'll come back. Um, so as I mentioned, Nintendo Switch. Uh, and same for the first half of 2021. PlayStation 5, meanwhile, continues to be the fastest-selling console in US history based on unit sales through its first eight months, which is interesting given you can't bloody get one. <laughs> um, maybe that was the thing. Maybe they sold out really quickly. The big numbers for Xbox in June came during the same month as the company's big Xbox E3 2021 briefing. Yep. Sony didn't hold one of its own. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, you know, as we've said in a previous podcast, there's, there's probably never been a better time to be a gamer, mm. particularly in COVID lockdowns where you've got every excuse just to sit there and bloody game. Well, it's a double-edged sword because it's never been a better time to be a gamer. Yeah, but you can't but get the bloody console. if you console. want the latest consoles, it, it's been a, it's never, there's never been a worse time. Um, game sales, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, was June 2021's best-selling game. No surprises there. And Mario Golf Super Rush was the number three overall best-seller in June 2021. Yep. Mm. There you go. I still want to get that game. Well, I mean, how long's a piece of string? You know? Twice oh. as long as half its length. Yeah, that's right. Black Ops Cold War was number two. Here's, uh, here's some cool stuff. So you want your top ten? Yep. For June? Yep. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Call of Duty, Black Ops Cold War, Super Rush, Mario Golf, MLB, The Show 21, mm-hmm. Scarlet Nexus, Resident Evil Village, Mario Kart 8. That's astounding. Still in there. That Mario Kart 8 is still in the top yeah, 10. Yeah, you know why? Because I, I was about, just about to ask you, actually. Are you still getting asked questions about what should I buy my kids? Yes. And I, my answer, if they're below 10, is a Switch, right? Yep, yep. Um, and then they always say, what's the game I should buy? Mario Kart. 
Yeah. I guarantee it, word of mouth is driving that. Yeah, no, I agree, no, I agree with you there. Mine, and, it's, and it's that dude in, in, in the gaming store going, oh, and the parent, the dumbass parent walks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy my kid's Switch. What game? Yeah, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. Minecraft is in there, no surprise. Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5, and Mortal Kombat 11 makes up the top 10. Mortal Kombat 11, mm, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. There you go. I mean, that's one of those games where, it, like, I... And I, I reckon I'm the average gamer. I've got Mortal Kombat 11, and I don't ever play it, but it's one where it's it's almost like a safety game or a comfort game. It's one there where I know that I can just pull it out with mates who are around for a beer or something. Or it's one where if I'm if I'm not really if I'm just keen to just while away some time, and I'm not really all yeah. that interested in diving into it's, a story. It's just a it's, good fun one to just pick up and put down. It's a bizarre. Um Especially considering that game, it's a bizarre form of meditation for gamers, isn't it? Yes, it and is. Yeah. Oh, mine's the same with PGA 2K21. Fight! I sit there and just churn out um, hole after hole in the golf. I'm not really playing it. I'm playing it, but I'm not really. I'm just trying to, yeah, have some fun. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, that's why I want Mario. Mario would be a nice one. Mario Golf? Mario Golf would be a nice oh, one. Oh, my God. It's so thing. good, Peter. It's so good. Um, I actually played Mario Kart on the weekend with the kids. Did you? Yeah, and um, on the Switch. It's unreal. And we played Super Smash and I'm still shit at it. <laughs> My kids school me in that game. Um, have you got a big question for this week? No, I haven't really. Okay. I was going to ask actually. I do. Actually, well, I have. I have. Okay. okay. All right. right. Well, are we, um, should we do that now? Or? Yeah, yeah no, we'll do it, it now. Okay. Big, 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 what is the last game that you can openly put your hand up and admit you were truly addicted to? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. Hmm. That is a great question. I am going to, at the risk of copying the wrath of every gamer on this, this platform right now watching and listening, I'm still playing bloody Fortnite. I know. So that's the look, right? And... I, <laughs> It's as much a social thing now because there's four of us that play. We're the, literally the four oldest people in the world playing Fortnite. Yeah, because they're all full of sweats. But I just love, I love playing that game. Yeah, and I can't explain. And and I'm addiction's a strong word, and I don't mean it in. I mean I'm joking when I say addicted, you know. But I truly. Or is do. it old old faithful? No, it's addicted. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> I, no, I, no um, I'm addicted. I, I have a problem. If I don't play it after a week, I'm, I'm, I'm itching for it. Yeah, okay. What about you? Uh, well, I don't really have one at the moment where if I don't play it for a week, yeah, but I'm the last for game, it. The last the, game. The last one. And it could be could be GTA Five. Nah. No, it wasn't GTA Five. My last one was Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah? I was addicted to that. Oh, actually, um, Legend of Zelda Age of Calamity. There you go. Yeah. Um, and I reckon it being on the Nintendo Switch had a lot to do with that. Because it's very hard for me to sit in front of the television these days and play. Because the kids. But, because the Switch is the Switch, oh. if I need to go to the toilet, I can take it with me. If I need to go and wait in the doctor's surgery, I can take it with me. And that was the one where I was just constantly coming back to it. And it, it had been a long time since I had been at the stage where I would put it down and think about wanting to get back to it. Yeah. And that's And that's, and that's, where that's that level, isn't it? It's that level mm-hmm. of you, you're not playing it, but you're thinking about, oh, yeah. that bit, I've got to get back. Uh, shout out to Switch too. Like I um, went and babysat my uh, niece and nephew on the weekend and took my two kids 
and my daughter's spare Joy-Cons because they've got a Switch. And I sat there for five minutes trying to work out how to pair our Joy-Cons with their Switch. Mm. All you got to do is plug them in. Boom. Yeah, I know. And Dang. they go paired. Easy. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo. I was, I was pressing buttons and was, that's all I had to do. Um, awesome. Okay. That's, uh, that's a nice one. I like that one. Mm. Nice, easy one. Mm. Get into it. Get into it. Um, now, Dan... Uh, we have a wonderful group of people we called do. the Goa Legends Club. We do. Which, that, that name, there's a tentative little asterisk to it because that might be changing. Okay. But anyway, Goa Legends Club. Right now Club. they're legends. Right now, right now you're legends. Always will be Always legends. Always will be legends. Um, but it's just what we call you may change. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so these are the wonderful people who for $11 a month, yep. they get to partake in some amazing things that yep. we do yep. and get some extra benefits yep. and also get a very super secret Goa Legends members, subscribers only channel in and, our Discord. And they have their little part in contributing to a charity. Yes, you do. Yep, because a little part of what you yes. uh, give us per month goes to charity as yes. well. So thank you so much. And mm. if you go to gameonos.com and our homepage, you click the little Goa Legends Club icon, right bang, there. there you are. And one thing that we do every week on the Goa Weekly Show <clears> is they're allowed to ask us questions mm. and we will go deep diving for the information. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also believe another mentor session email just went out. Ah, okay. Excellent. So there's also mentoring that comes with it and all yes. sorts of stuff too. So, yeah. Shall we dive into a couple of these we questions? We shall. We shall. Um, I'm going to start with one from Inferno. Okay. The, the histo- our very the, own historian. The historian. I, and the reason why I'm going to start with this is because I think this is a very straightforward, quick, quick fire answer question. Okay. I, but I expect a bit of gravitas when it comes to this historian. Oh, right. Okay. Or is there more emphasis on the ass? <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's a beautiful man. The historian. Yes. Mm. Yeah, ask it in his... What, in his tone? Yeah. So you're surrounded by rich mahogany, uh-huh. whiskey in hand, single blend, of course. Of course. It was a double. Not single, I think. I think it's single. Cigar, yeah. you know, just... Um, yeah. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Game delays. Good or bad? I reckon go back to no news is good news. Drip feed the press and have some closed testing sessions where leaks are hopefully reduced. Then release when it's ready and temper expectations. Inferno has spoken. That is a wonderful question, Mm. historian. Uh, I agree with that sentiment, but I think comms teams are so keen to get, keep the... um, I don't think comms teams in this day and age. Momentum rolling. Yeah, the, 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 you know, look at look at a footy team. Follow your, follow your favorite footy team. And look how much bullshit news they put out because they're just trying to keep their name and and brand in your face yeah. on socials. So I don't think it will happen. I love that idea. I, I game delays to me um, are a two edged sword because we and we've talked about this. We like it when they go. You know, it's not ready. We're not going to release it. I'll, I'm I'm all for that. But at the same time, it does help build the expectation in you about that game mm. because anticipation is a wonderful Gross. thing yeah. and that can build it to a point where when you get the game, you're going to be expect more than what you get. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. Um, you need, yeah. Uh, for me, good or bad, um, I think with game delays, there's no balance. There's no in-between. There's no so in-between. The no. bad is really bad yeah, and the good is really good if you get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, and I think if we're talking about game delays in the sense of are they good or are they bad, it's more a case of probably should you, if you're a, a 
dev or a publisher, should you be leaning more towards doing a game delay if the game's not ready? Yeah. Or even maybe putting it into early access. Um, early access, I think, used to be a bit of a dirty phrase. It used to be widely acknowledged that, oh, early access is a way to get people into a broken game mm. that's not finished and mm. start having them pay money for it. Yes, it is. But I think what the more recent years have actually shown is that early access is actually a great opportunity for um, publishers and developers to keep the momentum going about a game that Mm. they're releasing, um, release it in fits and spurts, while also acknowledging that the game is not finished, Mm. but also providing entertainment and pleasure for people who are really interested in the game. And you also get the perfect group of people to break the game. You know, test everything while it needs to be tested before you come out and say, all right, here's the full release. Um, and look, as far as good or bad, you only need to look at history to answer that question and hit Cyberpunk 2077. Well, I was going to say, that's a bad example. A good example was Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Who delayed by, was it 18 months or something? I remember at the time we talked about it. It's like, holy shit, mm. what? But worth the game the was worth the wait. Worth the wait. Yep. So, yeah, depends if you get it right or not. What a wonderful question. Mm, indeed. Mm. Uh, let's see. We've got another one here from... Oh, I, you know what? I I like this question from Straight Jacket Jim, but I want to hold it over till next week because I actually think it would make a great um, big question. Okay. Okay? Hold off. I want to hold it off because I think it would make a great big That's question. That's the game on guarantee to use, Straight Jacket Jim. The game on guarantee, <laughs> which means fuck all. We will probably forget. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Well, so remember, remember this week I was meant to have an auctioneer come in and value yeah, that's right. Super Mario 64. Uh, I think I've got to go to them. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, let's go with Blue Streak. Mm. Okay. Blue Streak says, Yeah, I was going to go with last week's one. With the recent talk of video game loot boxes in mainstream media and suggestions of making the games R18+, do you guys think this will stop or slow the purchase of said games? And secondly, do you think the developers slash publishers need to be made accountable regarding loot boxes slash pay-to-win model instead of increasing the censorship age of the games? I am going to... I'll, I'll dive in. You please, sir. I'm going to answer the second part of this question first, first, and that's the one that says, do you think the developers and publishers need to be made accountable regarding loot boxes slash pay-to-win model? Yeah. To me... That would be the same as saying, Jim Beam, it's your fault that somebody under the age of 18 walked into Liquorland and bought your product. Yeah. They're not the ones, I mean, in some cases they are, but they're not the ones, I think, directly selling it. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're making it available in the game. And look, the reality is, um, I guess you'd... I guess the answer is like if there's a TV show that's on that you think you shouldn't be watching, well, don't watch it. But if you're a kid, you will. No, but the, okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. Why? So why, if you're a kid, you will. So you're at home and you're sitting in front of the television. And sex life comes on. Right. And sex life comes on. Now you're 12 <laughs> years old. You can't. No, no. This you, is, you, this must is have, you must. You must. Right? But the kid must have navigated <laughs> Netflix. Uh, Dad's account. It's in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. It's in the top ten right now. It's like always top three. You can't miss it. Anyway, um, you're at home. You're 12 years old. 
Mum and dad are off doing their thing because yeah. mum and dads do. They, they get busy. They probably they just watch things. Sex Life <laughs> and, and excuse engage, themselves. Engaging in their own. <laughs> yes. Um, so you're there, you're 12. Now, you, you're old enough to know that you shouldn't be watching that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, your parents have logged into their Netflix account, even though they've, you know, password locked it, yep. locked into their Netflix account and left the room and it's there for you to sit there, there and just it. click. Yep. Now, why is that Netflix's fault? Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, at some They've point, done everything they can. They've done everything that they can. They've added in cyber safety and locking your accounts yeah. and all that sort of stuff. At some stage, you as an adult have to be accountable for the actions of yourself or your children. children. Yeah. Now, the other question for me about whether or not loot boxes in mainstream media and suggestions of making the games R18+, whether or not it will stop or slow the purchase of said games. I don't actually think that would stop or slow the purchase of said games, right? Because, like you, granted, maybe you might be able to, you know, not walk into, if you're under 18, to a shop like EB yeah, Games or JB yeah, Hi-Fi. Yeah, 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 and buy it. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Let's be completely honest here. Yeah. It's a video game. How many dudes at a counter are going to say, can you show me your driver's license, please? <laughs> no, they're not. Right? So, anyway, that, you know, that aside, um, but there are other ways to get a hold of these games. Of course. Okay? Yeah. You can download them digitally. And, look, on Steam, for example, if there's an R18 Plus game, yeah. Steam says to you, you must be this old, can you please put your date of birth in? Now, I can put my date of birth in, but... It's trusting me. Like, the, yeah. the model is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am trusting you trust. to tell me yeah. that you're born on 20 November 1985. Any, I was going to say 1943. <laughs> <laughs> any clever kid yeah. can put in yeah. an over-18 date yeah. like, and still download the yeah. game digitally. Yeah. So this is the thing, right? That's yeah. that's the thing. Do I think it'll stop or slow the purchase of said games? No, not necessarily. Maybe it'll stop the physical copy being purchased, right? Um, in terms of... You know, video game loot boxes in mainstream media and suggestions of making the games R18 and, you know, how that happens and stuff. At the end of the day, that's video game functionality. It's up to the government and regulators to discern whether or not that should be over 18 content. Yeah. And, like, if they do, then, like, that's, you know, that's that's it. They do. But it, I don't think it's going to have an impact on your game. Where it tends to have an impact on your game is actually when they literally say to you, to get it into this country, you must change the content. Yes. You know, there are plenty of yes, examples throughout right. history yeah. of US versions of games being released and then it hits us here in Australia yeah. and the content inside those games is different. Yep. I agree. Yep. That's all of my thing. Yeah. And, you know, the ratings thing's interesting, actually. Um, I had this with my son on the weekend. So we went through Games Pass looking for that new game to download. And this game here, Going Under. Mm. Um what we're doing is going through and we'd look at a game. He just looks at the tile and goes, oh, let's ch- you know, check that one out. This game was rated M because it had sexual content. And I looked at it and I looked at the tile and um, I'll chuck it up on the screen here so everyone can have a look. I was like, sexual content? That, it just looks like a cutesy little... What you are, you're an employee that starts a job at a new firm mm. and they've got gremlins down in the basement. You've got to go and kill them all. That's all it is. So, we, so I, where's the sexual Well, exactly content? right. I, I took a punt. I said to Will, because Will's eight, so I've got to be a little bit careful. But I said, man, I reckon that's fine. So I downloaded it. We played it for about three hours. I didn't see any hint of sexual content. So, And there might, it might be there, 
the point being is that maybe they get a little bit too um, too trigger happy with it when it comes to ratings. Yeah, but the the, uh, the and thing I understand is, protecting. Well, the thing is, you have to. Unfortunately, when you when it comes to regulation and rules, you have to account for the lowest common denominator. Yeah, well, that's true too. Yeah, that's true. But again, see, that comes back then to the parenting. The 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 probably the underlying um, principle of your argument is that at the end of the day. As a parent, you've got to be responsible to a point and, and make sure your kids are doing the right thing or not getting to the wrong thing. Yeah. I mean... There's... I sat there and played with him. I, I, he did not play that game without me sitting there ready for anything that came up, but nothing came up. I mean, look, in January 2021, like, okay, I, I, say, I say Roblox. Yeah. Right? Now, when you think of Roblox, you think of kids. Like, that game is designed for kids, right? But in January of 2021... Um, there was an article published yes. on the Sydney Morning Herald yes. saying, uh, with a quote there that says, Sometimes I experience nothing, other times it's rampant, colon, sexual material warning on Roblox. Mm. Um, I suppose with anything where there's an element of interactivity and creativity and customization, then, you know, there's always that idiot people are idiots are going to yeah. get into it, it's aren't the they? same dickhead that um, grabs a Peppa Pig video yeah. and puts a porn scene in the middle of it. Yes. You know? I mean, what are you, what are you like? Yeah, Fuck no, off. It's disgusting. It's disgusting, you know? Um, so, but anyway, anyway. yeah. I, the, the loot box is, in, is, is a very interesting ongoing discussion because for me it's very much about how it evolves in terms of government regulation and whether or not that will even become the case. But, and I mean, it, it's gambling. So, well, the, you it, know, yeah. there's, there is an argument there as to why yep. it shouldn't be classified as gambling and be held under those rules as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mate, final question here. Mm. I'm very excited about this question, actually, because mm. I like looking at facts, figures, and numbers. <laughs> and if you're into Final Fantasy XIV or WoW, World of Warcraft, WoW, wow. Um, then you might really be interested in this, or in, just in general in MMOs. It's from yeah. Top Pilot Gaming, and he says, with the popularity of Final Fantasy XIV on Twitch, plus big WoW streamers like Rich Campbell and Asmund Gold now streaming it, what does Blizzard need to do to save WoW? What does the next X-Pack oh. need to bring everyone back? Now, here's the thing. I did some digging on this. That's a great question. It's a great question. Thank, Thank you very much, Top Pilot Gaming, for submitting that question, mm. you bloody legend. Now, just to give you a bit of a background. Yes, because right, I'm not really au fait with WoW yeah. or Final Fantasy. Now, this is just to, to, yeah, so to give you some background on some stuff, right? Um, they're MMOs, MMORPGs, yep. Yep. Um, so massively multiplayer online yep. RPGs, yep. okay? Everybody's hanging out and they're playing together. And Final Fantasy XIV's been around for a few years. And, um, in fact, you know, 2010 they launched and it shit itself. 2014, in the game, they literally, like, bloody... Um, uh, launched the moon into the planet, destroyed the world, and then relaunched it. Relaunched right? It. And now they're doing quite well. It's starting to grow. Yeah. Um, obviously, World of Warcraft has been around since computers. So, yes. been around a long time. Now, Asmon Gold, let me tell you who he is. He's a streamer, mm-hmm. and this is information from the Score Esports. He's essentially the world's like number one World of Warcraft streamer. He's right, right up there. Yep. Okay. Recently, he's gone from World of Warcraft to Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Now, when he did that, Square Enix, who have Final Fantasy XIV, and I've never heard of this happen before, literally had to suspend digital sales because they sold out. They sold digital out sales. of online. 
Like, have you ever heard of something like that before? I didn't know it was possible either. They sold out, so they had to they spend digital sales of the game, right? So that that was the explosion by virtue of him jumping across. That's his power. Yeah. And he's a World of Warcraft streamer. Now, by his own admission, one of the reasons why he's jumped across to Final Fantasy XIV is because he is very dissatisfied with World of Warcraft. He thinks it's very repetitive, and there's other reasons and stuff which you can go and have a look at, right? Then here's what tends to happen in the online space. Mm-hmm. Something like this happens as Mongold jumps from World of Warcraft over to Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. Coupled with the rhetoric around dissatisfaction around a particular game. Yep. People start to say things like, World of Warcraft is dying, Final Fantasy XIV is coming up in the world, it's going to overtake World of Warcraft. And mm-hmm. like, you know, Top Pilot Gaming says... What does Blizzard need to do to save WoW? Mm. Now, this is being presumptive that WoW is in the toilet and is headed for a slow, nasty death. (laughs) Now, slow, it may be. But at this point in time, I've got some figures for you. I love figures. Yes. So there's a a website that I found and it's called MMO Populations. And what these guys do is they crunch the numbers on the populations that are playing these games. That's people. They're stats yes, people. Yes, And we love stats people. We love stats people. Let me go through some of these for you. In terms of um, MMOs and total populations and rankings, Final Fantasy XIV is ranked fourth overall. World of Warcraft is ranked first overall. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as populations are concerned, the total population uh, that is subscribed to Final Fantasy XIV is 29.2 million. Yep. For World of Warcraft, it's 116.2 million. Yeah, right. But this is where it gets interesting, right? And this is where you might read a little bit deeper into the numbers and think to yourself, okay, not so much that World of Warcraft is dying, Final Fantasy XIV is just having a really good run at the moment. <laughs> yes. Final Fantasy XIV's um, subscriber base playing per day, so active users per day, yeah. is 2.77 million, mm-hmm. whereas World of Warcraft is 3.31 million. Now, yes... They are 800,000-odd ahead of Final Fantasy XIV. But if you look at that user base versus active players per day, how's the ratios on that, right? Like, the ratios are fucking crazy. You've got, like, 10% of online users that are subscribed to Final Fantasy XIV are active daily users. Whereas for World of Warcraft, it's like... I mean, what even is that? Like, 10, 10 million would be 10% of that, so that would be, I don't know, it's like 3%. Mm. Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's less than 3%. All right? So, look, they'd probably be looking at those numbers and going, look, 3.31 million per day is still bloody good. It's mm. it's 3.31 million, and their total subscribed base is 116.2 million. Yes, mm. absolutely. But then there's one more stat that I just want to, to take a look at as well. And granted, these figures only sort of go back to 2015. Okay. Right? And that is looking at it over a five-year average. So in August 2016, World of Warcraft was less than 1 million. Right. Okay? In August 2021, they're up above 3.3 million. Mm-hmm. So they have had some peaks and troughs. And in fact, I did a little bit more digging around the most recent peak Mm-hmm. Um, they peaked at 7 million active users over November, December. And the reason why was because they had a big release. Ah, right? So okay. um, 
Uh, where are we here? I, I was actually speaking to Menthonzo about this. They had the new expanse in Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. So Shadowlands brought yes. back a whole heap of people. Yep, 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 yep. It peaked at 7 million yep. and then it dropped right off again back down to 3. But if you run the line from you know the beginning of 2016 where the first number is yep. to... to it's a steady increase over time. Yes. It's got its peaks and troughs, yeah, but, but it's a but steady... There's a trend. There's a trend. Yes. It's a steady increase over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy um, fourteen, same thing. Yeah. May have started a lot less going back to 2016 when they first started recording these yeah. numbers, but, you know, you're headed to, 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 to 2021 now, and it's a trend. It's yeah. on the increase. The thing that does scare me a little bit for World of Warcraft is the ratio, mm. right? The the number of amount of subscribed users to active per day users. Yep, yep, That's yep, the yep, stuff yep. that actually scares me for World of Warcraft. But clearly what World of Warcraft needs to do is think about their content releases. So if they're getting a spike in November, December at 7 million, and then they're continuing to increase. Sure, you've got half that population dropping off. They continue to increase. Then, you know, let's start throwing some more DLC into the game and active updates and so on and so forth. And that's sort of a lesson for anyone. Anyone yeah, making games, is. you know? Like, the content will bring the gamers if it's it good is. content. Um, the Asmon, it's like anything. It's like your radio station. The, the, like Asmon, radio show. the Asmon Gold thing is an interesting one. Yeah. If they get a few more WoW streamers across from... Excuse me. If they get a few more WoW streamers across to Final Fantasy fourteen, then I think we may see some more interesting numbers. Mm. As far as that, you know, that line there, Top Pilot Gaming, um, about, you know, what does Blizzard need to do to save WoW? WoW's not dying. No. It's not dying. It's, you know, it's it's trending up, so it's not dying. Yeah. And we're used to seeing figures like that in radio. Mm. Like, you know, in radio, you have eight surveys a year, right? Mm. And you look at that population over time, and you don't go, oh, we dropped in Survey 2, so we're shit. Yeah. We go, at the end of the year, where did we start in Survey 1 and where did Where's we finish, finish in Survey, survey 8? Out, yeah. And then, you know, over the course of a radio show, um, you might have a low sort of year or a, a gradual rise year in, in you know, one year, yeah. but then you start to look at a three-year average. So yeah. it's all about crunching those particular numbers. Correct. Oh, I love this shit, Dan. <laughs> I love this stuff. <laughs> anyway. That was an excellent question. Thanks. And man. an excellent answer. I'm going to say, I appreciate it. Well done. That this was... is what happens when I have time to research <laughs> yeah. shit. We may actually end up becoming worthy of being watched. <laughs> we are worthy of being watched. No, we are bo- worthy of being watched. I've enjoyed the whole show watching myself. Yep. Should we bugger off? Yeah, we should. All right. Hey, guess what? What? We've got outros. Oh, outros. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do um, need another number? Or? Well, if you... No, no, no. Don't need another number. But a few things. Um, thanks, Nanobites. Lovely to have you. We, we love these loot boxes. They do, these are good. These are bloody good fun, man. I saw Simi Cat bought, bought some. Oh, so yeah. Very good to see you. Well done. Well um, Lenovo Legion. Thank you. you. Legends. And uh, we got another GeForce Now. Okay. <clears throat> so thanks to GeForce Now, powered by Pentanet, for sponsoring today's show. Created by Aussie gamers for Aussie gamers, GeForce Now... Powered by Pentanet brings the world's best cloud gaming services down under this October. Play your favourite games in all their ray-traced... Ray-traced glory, man. Ray-traced. Ray-traced. Cop that. Ray-traced glory. On any of your supported devices... Oh, there's supported devices. Check out CloudGG. That's (laughs) cloud.gg. 
For more information and to register your interest in beta play coming this September. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's nice to have things to read, isn't it? It is, actually. Yeah. Very well written, too. Yeah, thank you, guys. Well Appreciate done. it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, guess what? Straightjacket Jim's coming up next with Nuts and Bolts, brother. Yes! Nuts and Bolts is back, so looking forward to that. There's a whole heap of amazing stuff in there, including um, uh, Natty. Natty. The great Natty. Uh, the great Natty, our mm. esports writer, is going to join the show. She's catching up with Jax Garrett, who is the founder of GGWP. Oh, there you go. Um, so there's plenty Very coming good. up on the show. Hang around for that. Thanks for being with us. And if you've been listening, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, sub, all of that other stuff that we know you're doing for everybody else. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do, do it for us. us. Do it for us. Do it for us. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan... Don't forget to save. I was almost going to put my thumb in your bottle. <laughs> <laughs>